0: are Locked on Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team
1: every day. Heart the sound is your favorite Tar Heel voice. Welcome to Locked on Tar Heels. As always, it's a great day to be a Tar Heel. I'm your host, Candice Cooper. Thank you so much for joining me today. Do yourself a favor. Make sure you download, subscribe to the podcast from anywhere. You can also join the fun video, Twitter, by following at Locked on Heels or me personally at Candice D. Cooper. Today's episode is brought to you by Bill Bar. Go to Billbar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off your next order. So here's what I have on tap for you guys today. We are going to talk NC State Carolina as UNC picked up a big win. What are we finally feeling about the team? I know I talked to you guys last week about, hey, a top four, final four finish could be on the horizon. And Carolina is steadily improving, winning five of the last six. So as I'm stating my case to say, this team is on its way. I'm gonna break down the recap of the game, more importantly, the scoring leaders, and absolutely the opportunities that we've seen growth from the squad. So you just have to ride on this train with me that Carolina is going to be in the Final Four come end of March, heading into April. You never know. It could be in championship status as long as we keep growing, okay? But there are things that we always got to improve on. And of course, there are still turnover issues that Carolina has. So let's talk about all of that today and how we can get ready. For for Pittsburgh, a red hot champagne team who is ready to take on the heels tomorrow cool. All right, let's jump into it. Happy Monday. I hope you guys are having a great start to your day. If you're in North Carolina, you have heard that there are some sprinklings coming our way. Maybe a little bit of snow. We can enjoy that, right? If you're a snow person, I'm personally not. I I can like snow from the outside. I think it's pretty. I do not like being cold and wet. Not the best combination. I know people think, oh, summer, you must like love. Mm -mm, Not me. That's never been my forte, right? But here we are. Happy Monday, though. I hope it is going well so far for you. We're going to have a great week. I can feel it in my spirit, so I'm sending all the good vibes your way. Let's talk NC State Carolina, right? It's been a great time to see Carolina get that revenge game it was seeking after going down to (laughs) NC State, Raleigh 30 minutes down the road, and getting a nice little beating welcome. They were so much digging themselves out of the hole. It was Apropos of how the season was starting, Carolina gets some big holes, tries to dig itself out. But sometimes it goes well, sometimes it didn't. And it didn't go well for Carolina in that case against NC State. But fast forward, this is the first game that Carolina played an opponent that they had already seen during the year. Carolina came out swinging. 86-76, first half. Carolina was all business, 43-33 to as NC State was trying to figure out its bearings It hadn't played in 10 days you could see the rust you could see the energy was a little bit flat from the wolf pack but carolina just didn't care they kept capitalizing they kept utilizing and they yes they made mistakes throughout the game but they were always always in a strong lead you talk about second half carolina Definitely allowed NC State to come back in this thing, and we were starting to have a nail-bite moment, but thank God for the lead that was created in the first half. 43-43 when it comes to second-half points, but Carolina pulled away again for the final score, 86-76. So if you bet the under or the over, let me know. (laughs) I'm starting to feel like Carolina's strong in their field goal percentage game, so we might have to be a now-over squad, right? Carolina was 40. NC State was 47% to Carolina's 54%. It was one of the few times we've seen Carolina shooting over 50% on the night, which we can certainly be glad about. It's a rare occurrence, but we'll take it anytime we can get it. When it came to three-point percentage, 36% for the Heels, while 33% for the Wolfpack. When it came to free throws, however, that was our Our point of contention, only 44% from the Tar Heels, while 61% from NC State, which allowed them truly to get back in that game. Carolina made itself known from the boards, again, having 44 to NC State's 30. But... As I always say, turnovers can make or break a game. 13 from Carolina while NC State had 11. I always say the team who has the least amount of turnovers win. Thankfully for Carolina, they got to have some second-chance point opportunities. They didn't help themselves when it came to free throws. So, again, having big leads, they are going to need them because teams are going to come back against them. Carolina didn't really impress me in the sense that I I expect this, right, from the heels. I expect this from Carolina. I expect these kind of wins from teams that I don't think are quite up to snuff. But I will give it to them, right? We're going to take any wins we can get in a pandemic. We're going to take any wins we can get with a team that's still learning. However, I want this now to be the expectation, and the standard rather than a surprise, if that makes sense. Our scoring leaders for the game, Armando Bacot with 17, De'Ron Sharp with 16, Caleb Love with 15, and Anthony Harris, who to me was a player of the game, 10 points in 10 minutes of play. He is the spark and energy. I feel like everyone goes off of how well Anthony is playing, right? He just comes in, dominates, and goes Sits his t- tail right back down. Perfect. As long as you're scoring and making him, I'm all good with that. I think when you look at his teammates, they all want him to do well because they know how much he's overcome. So that helps them elevate their game because like anything I can do to help him, whether it's getting a rebound, whether it's getting a pass off, whether it's scoring when he passes it to me, I will execute. And I just, we need that. (laughs) We need that as much as possible. Coach Roy Williams joked how if he only knew that uh, Anthony was playing 10 minutes, and got 10 points, and so you put them in for 40 minutes, right? So, ha, 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 there, you know, get yourself a little laugh. <laughs> but I do think, overall, Carolina is certainly moving in the right direction when it comes to scoring, now, when I talk about in-the-paint points, Carolina had 48 to NC State's 40. Our big men did better. It was the first, I feel like, complete game for the Tar Heels where everyone was eating, right? Everyone was eating uniquely. Nobody was truly off. If I gave a little, like, eh, come on, guys, I need you. Andrew Playtech, you know, Leaky Black. Those are the guys that I always want to do, like, exponentially well. But I'll take the four points. And let me see here. Andrew Playtech had zero. So, yeah, you know, mm, I'm always looking for Andrew to have those like clutch two to two or three threes in a game, but I'll take it as we're all learning and finding our groove, right? When it came to points off turnovers, NC State had 17 to Carolina 10. So again, you're allowing teams to get back in this thing. You're allowing teams to go to the free throw line and get in one. So we've got to clean that up. Second chance points, NC State had 12, while Carolina had 17. Fast break points, NC State 12, Carolina 11. But let's go ahead and talk about this bench. Carolina had 38 points from the bench to NC State's 12. We talked about how NC State was depleted. They didn't have the energy, and guys were coming off and not really adding anything. Shaquille Moore was at one point in the game having zero points in the second. It was like late in the second half. He hadn't quite quite scored any buckets. Cam Hayes not doing much. And those were the guys who had exponentially great games, right? And the first time out that the Tar Heels faced NC State Wolfpack. So to not see them really do much was good for us. But when you're talking about freshman growth, it makes it put in, it puts it in perspective how well RJ and Caleb are truly trying to get better and progress. So have that as you will. Okay, so there's that. So that's Carolina NC State. As we're going to hear from Roy Williams, we're going to talk about a little of the players' conversations as we get through the show. But I do think, you know, overall, great win. It's expected win. They knew they should have won the first time out. They know that they can't just, you know, do half tail things and expect to be great. I think that Roy Williams, again, harped on the fact that you're 60 practices in, you're 14 games in, you're no longer freshman. You've got to go out there and play like you have some sense, right? You also have to play like, at one point, <laughs> it was, you know, you were the man in high school. Everyone, you could just do any old thing and make it look cute and pretty. It doesn't go that same way in the ACC when you've got guys who are sitting 11, 7 foot being able to block your shot. So those floaters don't exactly go in quite as easily. But overall, I'm glad that they're improving. I'm glad that they're still shooting confidently. As we know Caleb Love sat after the game, still working on his shot, and I think, you know, again, at the end of the day, if you want to be great, you got to do what great requ- greatness requires. And I'm I still want them to go to an elevated level to where this 86-point game is the standard right? The expectation. And then when we have 90 to 100 point games, it's like, oh, well, damn. Okay. I see you. Now I can really say I can just keep elevating my uh, need for y'all to be great. And it proves my further point that we're going to the final four, may mess around and go to the final the championship game. But Don't want to get too crazy, okay? Don't want to get too much into it. I don't want to overhype myself. I don't like being disappointed. I already said Carolina football was going to go in 11-0, and you see what FSU and Virginia games did to me, all right? (laughs) So there's that. But I wanted to make sure you guys knew that two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're thirty. Five. The best way to prevent hair loss is to do something about it while you still have hair left. Can't relate because I've been blessed with beautiful locks, but I do try and, you know, promote this for all my guy friends who are trying to get themselves right. Get treated from home. You, have, you used to have to go to the doctor's office for hair loss prescription. Right now, thanks to Keeps, you can visit a doctor online and get hair medication delivered right to your home. They make it easy and deliver medication every few months so you can say goodbye to pharmacy checkout lines and awkward doctor's visits. Keeps offers generic versions of the only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there. You may have tried them before but probably never for this price. Prevention is key. Keeps treatment typically take between four to six months to see results, so it's important to act fast. The sooner you start using Keeps, the more hair you'll save. Find out why Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors, and more than 100,000 men trust Keeps for their hair loss prevention medication. Keeps treatments start at just $10 a month, Plus, for a limited time, you can get your first month free. So if you're deciding whether or not you're going to take your opportunity to bet on the Tar Heels for the first time, and we got a game tomorrow against Pittsburgh, you should use betonline.ag. There is only one place that has you covered in one place we trust. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code Locked On for your 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use promo code LOCKED ON to receive 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get podcasts. Now, we talk about Carolina and NC State. It's a rivalry of old. Some people say it's a rivalry. Some people don't say it's all that good. So whatever. You want to beat the person 30 minutes down the road, always and forever. You always have that kind of chip on your shoulder from both sides. I don't care what anybody says. But I would love to hear, and we're going to hear, from Wade Williams about how he felt the team's performance was from this game versus last and the improvement that he's seen from his squad.
0: I feel great. (laughs) We've lost a bunch of them this year as well, so I do feel great about it. Uh, uh, Several things. I think our inside game was really good in the first half, the second half, I think. They outscored us probably from the inside than we did. Uh, They got it down to six, and I don't usually even look at the score until the last four or five minutes, but uh, I think during that time period there is when uh, Kerwin Walton made two big threes for us, and he had really struggled up until that point of the game, but I thought those two threes were huge for us. We've been a good free throw shooting team and practice all the time. I put pressure on them every day and make almost all of them kind of thing, but we didn't make many of them today, 8-for-18 eight from a free throw line, and one of them I know was a 1-and-1 one one and could have been two of them, but I know one of them was. But uh, um, I think our work on the backboards was big. Uh, I was happy with Dayron going 16-10, and 10. Uh, Mondo 8-for-12 from the floor. Uh, you know, we guys, we shot over 50% in the first half and the second half, first time all year that we've done that. But it was a balanced scoring for us. I think that was big, what we got off the bench. Uh, Daniels was a load for us today, and Manny and Funderburk, I mean, uh, Funderburk had 14, Manny had 10, and they had 100 blocks between them, so uh, it's a difficult time to play those guys as much as we try to go inside. But feel good about the, the W, and again, I loved how much our bench uh, gave us coming in the game and scoring, not just doing other things.
1: Again, agree with Roy. It's always good to feel good about winning, always knowing that there are things that they can improve on. But if you're taking the time to actually just take a moment, breathe, let it in, and let the win feel good, and make the guys feel good about themselves, knowing that you got to go right back to work because they're not perfect. They made a lot of mistakes. 13 turnovers, still not acceptable. Caleb Love having five turnovers and five points. Like, it's just, we got to figure it out somehow, some way. But he sees the potential. He sees the greatness. He even said it's them. Best of a compliment, I feel like any coach can be that some of his freshmen could be some of the greatest he's ever seen. So it's a hard I don't know if he says that about everybody. I don't think Roy's that type to you know give fluff for no reason, but I can honestly sit here and say that anytime a coach gives you that nod, that just gets you back to work. And I see why Caleb be out there post-game shooting them shots because <laughs> you have someone like Roy believing in you. And speaking of Caleb Love, right. He was, they were asking him in the press conference, you know, you had three consecutive halves now where you has see a shot better than 50%. What's working so well for the team? Caleb Love said, just playing together, all playing together, really, all working as one. And I think that we just had that chemistry going, getting better and better each and every game, each and every practice. We're just getting better. You see it during the games and just playing hard, playing smart, playing together. That's all it takes. Now, when we begin bringing up his five turnovers on the day, Talking about how he wasn't really affected, Caleb mentioned, yeah, just because I turn the ball over doesn't mean I stop playing, but I can't have those turnovers. Five turnovers is way too much. I put that on myself. I can't be turning the ball over like that. I'm getting better and better. As I watch film, looking at the defense, how they're playing it, just getting better and better each and every day. How to feed the post where or where the defense is. Pass, left pass, might not pass, might not make that pass. So I'm going to have to get better. I can't keep turning the ball over. So again... He knows as much as we criticize, as much as we have to, you know, observe and make that, you know, staple. He understands that he wants to improve those little mistakes because he knows once he does, Carolina is something to sniff at, right? We are going to be a team that can and will dominate come March. And I know I'm looking too far in advance. I know I'm already jumping from ACC tournament, but hey, We're used to this. We're used to greatness. We don't sit here. I mean, ACC tournament wins are good. Regular ACC championships are great. But we always look at bigger picture. We always look at banners over here in Tar Heel Town. You already know what we do. So Overall, I think that Carolina knows they can be great. Armando Baycott spoke to the fact that the team is getting better. He's doing improvements. He has been the sophomore. Ain't no sophomore slump because <laughs> we already had his freshman slump, right? Armando is finally growing into the man that we all knew he could be, but he's doing steadily making improvements and listening and heeding to the advice and the wisdom that has been dropped on him, right? He's applying <laughs> the feedback that he gets every single game. To me, it almost seems like every single possession, whenever he goes out, He comes back in, he gets chewed out by Roy, and then he fixes it. You need that. You need someone coachable. Guys who can be coachable can grow, right? We all know that. Guys who are willing to take the advice and willing to correct their mistakes are always going to be better in the long run. So looking more for that, again, leading the team. And, Hey, like I always say, Garrison Brooks is one game away from having his breakout game and doing exponentially more than we've asked of him. But when you look at the NC State Carolina series as a whole, the Tar Heels lead the series 161-79, to winning 33 of the last 38 and 50 of the last 62 against the Wolfpack. Roy is 38 and five as a head coach against NC State, including a five and record at Kansas and a thirty-three and five mark at Carolina. UNC is seventy-nine and twenty-three versus pack at the Dean Dome, including twenty-eight and seven at the Smiths or excuse me in Chapel Hill and twenty-eight and seven at the Dean Dome. The Tar Heels have won three in a row and sixteen of eighteen at home against NC State. We're back. We're gonna get you geared up. We've got your three keys to victory tomorrow, Tuesday, January twenty sixth. We are going to Pittsburgh, 7 p.m., ACC Network. Meet me there. looking forward to it. If you want to talk to me, at Keynes D. Cooper, at Locked on Heels, we can talk Carolina basketball, all good things there, right? Cool. So as we wrap up, I got to give love to my ladies because, you know, that's how I get down over here on this show. Finally getting a good dub against Notre Dame. Let's talk about that next on Locked on Tar Heels. Now, all right, folks, as you know, I'm on this new fitness journey since retirement from swimming. I have been looking for great treats to stay fit, but keep me nice and toned. That's why I've leaned on Build Bar. Build Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever with 18 amazing flavors that are 100% covered in chocolate. Build Bar is even more delicious. If you're a health conscious person like me, you'll enjoy Build Bar because it's low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and great for the keto diet. Go to billbar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off your next order. Make sure you come back tomorrow again as we discuss Carolina versus Pitt. We got Champagne having a great year. Pitt is not the Pitt of old. When I'm trying to tell you, they are somebody to watch for. They took down Duke. They struggled against, I believe it was Georgia Tech the other night, if I'm not mistaken, and they dropped one. So, I mean, it's the ACC, right? Everyone, there's no real consistency throughout this year, especially. So, I think that Carolina has a good chance of winning, but we're going to give you our three keys to victory as we're gearing up again for another strong ACC opponent. So come back tomorrow as we talk of those strong keys. Again, I mentioned the Carolina women are doing the damn thing, right? We always want to highlight our women when we're doing good. We're all back on the same page. We're all winning together at one point. The women <laughs> were the only ones winning. <laughs> and then the guys decided to get in on the fun. And then the girls decided, you know, they were struggling a bit. <laughs> struggling a tad and a bit. But they came back around and now we're all in sync. We're all grooving and moving. All good things are coming our way. So goheels.com, right? Experience led the way for the Tar Heels Sunday as the UNC women's basketball team beat Notre Dame 78-73 at home. Carolina's graduate students... Graduate student guards both hit season highs in scoring with Stephanie Watts, snatching 25 points while Petra had 24. The Tar Heels improved to 8-5 overall and 3-5 and in the ACC and snapped a three-game losing streak with the win over the Fighting Irish. Next up, Carolina plays Louisville, who we all know is arguably one of the best teams in women's College basketball—they are playing no games along with NC State. You know, shout out to the ACC women's basketball holding it down. Right, we're, we're on our way here for the Tar Heels, but we're not quite there. They're gonna play Louisville on Thursday. Top ranked, doing the darn thing. They play that on what I consider—they play a game which I consider a great litmus test to see where you are as a program. Right now, going back to Stephanie Watts again, this, the. Graduate student, excuse me, yes, the graduate student guard tied her season high 12 rebounds, six of them in the fourth quarter alone, and handed out a career high nine assists. She is just one assist from registering the first triple double in UNC program history. Some other top leaders we had, Janelle Bailey with 12 points, Alyssa Utsby with 12 points as well. And overall, Carolina shot 44% on the day while shooting 35% from three, making over half their free throws, which was a little bit you know, you know, 55%. We can always work on that free money. We always got to make sure we capitalize, but they were great on the boards out rebounding Notre Dame 42 to 38 turnovers were a little high. I feel like, I don't know what it is about Carolina basketball. Maybe that's just a thing in the infant part of a season, but we'll always work on it. But again, got to shout out to the ladies for doing a thing as a whole. Carolina basketball is now moving as we love to see it right? All in one accord. We all talk about guard play. Hey, Petra and Stephanie, Caleb and RJ doing the damn thing, right? Everybody's trying to figure it out and figure it out right on time, the sweet spots. So when it comes to this strong ACC schedule, we got we got some shooters out here who can facilitate and also score when needed. So I'm glad to see that we're all Back on one accord, and we can keep the Ws rolling. So again, Carolina women play Louisville on Thursday. The men play on Tuesday. So we'll keep the wins. We'll keep you updated. All that good stuff. Follow at Locked On Heels, or me personally at Candace D. Cooper. As we discuss that throughout the week, make sure you guys come back tomorrow. Again, three keys to victory. We'll get us up, get ourselves hyped as we prepare for possible snow here in North Carolina. Make sure you take a pic. Shout me out. All of that good jazz. I hope you guys have a great Monday again. Take care of yourselves out here in these streets. Wear your mask. Be safe. All of that good jazz. Happy Monday. And as always, Joe Heels. You are Locked on Tar Heels. Your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels. Part of the
0: Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.